1003 official senior games, 793 goals, 350 opta assists, 7 ballon doors, 2 golden balls, 11 league titles, 4 UEFA Champions Leagues, 1 Copa America, 1 Olympic gold, and 1 World Cup later. Lionel Messi of Argentina is the undisputed goal. Hi, welcome back to the 32 by 15 podcast. Argentina just won the World Cup and their celebrations are on right now. I hope you're having a fantastic day. Please ensure to follow this podcast and give it a 5-star rating on Spotify if you're enjoying it. It massively helps us out. Hi, welcome back. It's me, Dylan, your host, who forgot the password to my Spotify channel account so I couldn't be uploading podcasts even though I wanted to do another three. Hope you'll have watched the World Cup final because otherwise this one just won't make any sense to you all and you all might as well click off right away. My mate Pranay had come back from Singapore, you know, the guy who I have this podcast with, yeah. He had come back, we watched it at his place together and oh dear, the scenes, the scenes. It was arguably the best game I've ever watched my entire life. Because it had so, first of all, the stakes were so high, it was the bloody World Cup. Second of all, the whole the quality of the game after the first half was insane. Obviously, Argentina played amazingly the first half. They completely dominated. But the second half, the game just completely changed on its head in the 80th minute. Can you imagine the last 10 minutes of play? Yeah, they were 2-0 up. Mbappe got a penalty at the 80th minute, came back and scored an absolute screamer of a volley in the 81st minute to make it to all and... Then they took it to extra time. What a fantastic game. So yeah, I guess that settles the dispute after all. Messi is the goat of football. Ronaldo is crying in a corner in Saudi Arabia because his contract got terminated after giving that awful interview with Piers Morgan. And I have I just wanted to give out a couple of awards for, you know, the World Cup. If you haven't or hadn't known already, I went to Qatar for the World Cup. It's such a lovely place, lads. Qatar is such a beautiful place, and the way the media portrayed is not good at all. Like before, like honestly, maybe it was a bad place in the past, but at least for the time that I was there, maybe you can say it was a World Cup effect or whatever. It was an amazing place. I'm not only talking about the people, I'm talking about the Qatari nationals, I'm talking about the whole where everything was set up, everything was beautiful, there was minimum to no hassle entering the country, leaving the country, it was just a beautiful time altogether. Yeah, I've released a video on like my 7th channel, it's just a tiny 4 minute 20 second vlog, I'll try to, I'll try to link it in the description of this uh, podcast, it's, uh, I, I really like the video. It, I, that's the first video I like edited on my phone over there because I didn't couldn't carry my PC, and I really liked it. It had good pacing. I mean, I'm not gonna gloat about my own video. You go check it out. Let me know what you think. So yeah, the World Cup just got over. Messi got his final piece of the puzzle. He got his last Infinity Stone, and uh, he's just insane. Like even in the semi-finals, which I've watched, was mad. He did that little slicey dicey turn around Guardiola who for for a matter of fact Guardiola has been one of the best centre backs this World Cup and he just spun him like that 
in like two seconds that just shows his quality at 35 and even though he might not be that burstful PSE winger that he was he still levels above everyone else at his caliber at his yeah he's just amazing so let's talk about Kylian Mbappe for a second he had easily one of the worst games at the start in the first half but then completely changed it and carried France on his back in the last uh, what do you call in the last 40 50 minutes of the game he scored he's can you imagine scoring three penalties in a game scoring a hat-trick and a worldie and still losing the world cup quick stats i'm just going to pull up some stats here from footmob not sponsored for the game he got a 9.6 rating he got three goals six shots which is amazing he had uh what do you, he had he was dispossessed zero times the whole game can you you know how mad that is playing 120 minutes and getting dispossessed zero times is insane he turned 24 yesterday happy birthday killian you probably don't understand english so i'm not gonna say something weird in french anyway but yeah it's gonna be weird for messi when he gets back to camp you know goes back to france the country he defeated goes back to a Qatari team PSG in France with his teammate Kylian Mbappe playing alongside him for the rest of the season it's just mad I was just traveling in the metro today and I was I couldn't help but think like wow the World Cup is over and now you got to go back to the old season before the World Cup and I don't just something about that doesn't sit right I feel like there should just be a random fresh start of the season because I don't know, this has been so epic. The whole, the World Cup final, everything was so epic. It was just, it was written, man. It was written. What what else can you say except it was written? And if you expect, and if you're the kind of person saying, wow, the World Cup is rigged, bro, did you watch the finals? How do you call that rigged? My man, Emmy Martinez, had such an amazing game, the whole uh, tournament. Had such an amazing tournament and... He, he was he came in clutch like a bunch of times against Netherlands as well as against uh, France in the finals. What was mad, I mean, sh- to show his level of confidence was the fact that he was dancing. He was dancing when he saved his second penalty. Like, bro, that could have gone real downhill real fast, but he was there and he was a man in the moment. And it's just mad. You, you know Arsenal are kind of uh, have a bad talent eye when you say that they left Emmy Martinez just for... Just like that, and they have uh, who? They had burned Leno over Emi Martinez, their number one keeper. Bro, Emi Martinez just won a World Cup with Argentina while burned Leno was playing at Fulham. Yeah, get checked, Arsenal. So, Premier League is back on Monday. I'm recording this on Wednesday, 21st of December. But yeah, Premier League back. Uh, Premier League is back on Monday, but the mighty Reds play Burnley today. I'm not going to deviate to that. This is going to be a completely World Cup-based podcast. So I just want to talk about everything about the World Cup. So let's start. Let's start. Let's start low, and then we'll keep building it up. All right. Let's talk about the worst performance in this World Cup. And I think there is one standout performance that I don't know if people have forgotten about. I don't think they have. But I think the epic, the amount. I was about to say epicness. I'm just gonna keep saying. I'm just gonna say epicness. 
So yeah, the epicness of the World Cup has just completely uh, hidden this moment because it was in the group stages. I don't. It was Lukaku. Yeah, man had four or five clear cut chances where he literally poked the ball and goes in the goal. My dear, Harry Maguire scores those, and I love Harry Maguire. This isn't a diss to Harry Maguire. Any goalkeeper scores those chances. He let his country down. He single-handedly let his country down. And I think that that I I'm pretty sure it was against Croatia. But yeah, look, that Lukaku versus Croatia was easily one of the worst performances I've ever witnessed from a sub not only from a substitute from any player ever. It was it was god awful. Like bro, you put on Mishi Batshuayi who he came on for in those positions. I'm pretty sure Mishi Batshuayi at least scores one of those four. So yeah, I don't know what what was that. That was easily the worst performance. The most disappointing player. Now this is some might say this was bias, but this is not bias. This is well, it is an opinion, but it doesn't necessarily have to be facts. Obviously, you think someone else has had a worse this thing, and this is not this is not Lukaku, by the way. The worst performance, the worst match performance is Lukaku. The most individual performance. But the most disappointing slash worst player of the tournament, I'd give it to Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. Like I don't know who. Yeah, I don't even know what to say. Like anything I say will just sound like bias because I hate the man. But bro, he got subbed. Off, he got uh, replaced by Gonzalo Ramos. Man came on, scored a hat trick against Switzerland. Yeah, which is kind of crazy. Because Ronaldo just scored one goal in this whole World Cup, and that was a penalty kick against Ghana in the first game. He tried to rob Bruno Fernandes of a goal from against uh, Uruguay in the second in the second game. I guess that was yeah. I don't know. I think I'm gonna be completely honest. Maybe it's just his ego still hasn't taken in that you're a finished 37 year old man. And obviously, being up there with one of the greatest of all times, and then being in the position he is right now, must be very mentally challenging, and it must be taking a toll on his mental health. But, and I, I actually feel for him there. But he was one of the greatest. He ah na 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 na. Messi is the greatest of all time. Ronaldo was up there in his prime seasons, and even last season, bro, he wasn't great. He made Man United more shit. I'm going to die on this hill. So yeah, worst player of the tournament, most disappointing player was Ronaldo. Bro, I not me. I believe Portugal could have won the tournament. I don't know if it was with or without Ronaldo playing, but people but Ronaldo fans genuinely believed they could win it with him. And I'm like, "Nah." Like I've watched two full seasons, well, one and a half season of him playing for my team and nah. He's just not that guy anymore. So yeah, the worst performance award goes to Romelu Lukaku. The worst player award goes to Cristiano Ronaldo. Now the most disappointing team. There, there's there are some honorable mentions here. The honorable mentions are Qatar, because bro, what was that? What was that? Like at least pretend you know to play football. They've signed a Brazilian reject Pedro to play for them, and they're still crap. But at least, I mean, after the first game versus Ecuador, we all kind of expected Qatar to be shit, so it wasn't a surprise. But 
it wasn't they didn't disappoint us they i mean lived up to expectations and they only got through cuz they were the world cup team but uh, yeah i they're honorable mentions just for that reason because you know how can i put it we didn't expect much from them i don't think they'll ever qualify for a world cup again unless they're hosting it again so yeah uh, they're honorable mentions another honorable honorable mention is denmark i they were they had an exceptional euros and i kind of expected them to replicate their form here but they just couldn't i don't know the attackers were always having bad days during the group stages and kasper schmeichel even though he had good games he it just wasn't enough not not from kasper but from the whole defense the whole team as a whole it wasn't the performance wasn't up to the mark and yeah so i think they were also pretty disappointing but a team that people actually expected to top the group and they didn't even qualify out of the group stages and i think it's pretty clear from uh from everything that they have done is belgium they they were easily the most disappointing team out of every all single i don't know 32 64 teams that were there were belgium because we actually they weren't they number 1 until like last year or last two or two years back and you just can't not qualify with being number 1 i mean it just so yeah it is very disappointing and so yeah their overall performance of the team was just crap they had really good defenders on the bench they had wood fish they had doku on the bench constantly waiting just because that team just seemed so i don't know brittle and ready to be broken it was partially roberto martinez's fault cordova tried to save them as much as possible and kevin de bruyne just kept ghosting like he ca- he can't do anything without his super team man he's a finished man look at bruno he thrives in every system that he's playing in so i don't want bruno to be compared to this fraud kevin de bruyne ever again who plays in a billion dollar team all right bruno's clear moving on the most disappointing match the most boring match even usa versus england nothing compares to that i stayed up till 3 while having to wake up at 5:30 the next day and go to college and i regretted those 90 minutes of my life 90 plus that extra uh, whatever 15 minutes of in between the breaks maybe extra times cuz man that game was boring as hell there were like total i guess three shots on target the whole game and it just seemed <coughs> sorry i'm a little sick it just seemed like no team were up for it obviously i feel usa had a good game but there was just no so they had a good game in the terms of winning back possession and just keeping it for a little bit but there was no attacking intent the whole game and i was not surprised they got knocked out out of the round of 16 by uh, who what what team is that netherlands yeah the great dutch yeah so the most disappointing game is usa versus uh, England 100% 100% The most o- the most overage achieving team and this is pretty just stand out is Morocco They had such an amazing tournament and a part of me wanted them to go ahead and win it all it was either Look at the start of the tournament I said it I'm happy if any of my Man United players win it Lisandro Martinez won it what a G I love the man But I would also be happy if a Moroccan if if Morocco won it because that just be amazing that just be like poof, who expected that that's amazing they played really phenomenally 
that Theo Hernandez goal really i feel that Theo Hernandez fourth minute goal really messed them up before the game i was dancing with a couple of moroccans in qatar while walking down the lucile boulevard oh my god what a vibe that place was the whole trip see the place was amazing man the fans were mad i was dancing with a lot of moroccan fans and i i gave them my word that i will be supporting you all throughout the game and they said cheers jeff and they continued dancing with me i danced with them for a good like what four minutes i didn't get anything on recording because i was just in the moment i was enjoying it loved it i also interviewed a bunch of moroccans on how they thought they'd win the game i mean if they thought they'd win the game and they said they they weren't very confident but they said if we've gone so far why can't we go all the way and i said yeah fair enough so yeah moroccans are sweethearts they 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 were top 3 fans over there moroccan fans were crazy first of all i just want to be honest argentinian fans were cra- were, were like on crack cuz argentinian fans was argentinian fans were everywhere i'm pretty sure in the 88000 capacity of lucille not in the final the semi final 85000 were argentinian fans and the rest were just neutrals and croatian fans and the stadium was shaking yeah mad absolutely mad even in the fan fan zones and all argentinian fans the, the full fan, one one of the seven fan zones was filled with 37000 fans out of which i'm pretty sure 35 were argentinian because you could only see blue flags everywhere and i guess it paid off because well they won the world cup eh but yeah that was that was an amazing experience the well so yeah the best fa- um, the, the team which surprised everyone was morocco like the dark horses the what do you call it the best fans were argentina the second best fans that give it to morocco yeah they're totally up there the moroccan fans were all whites the biggest the not the biggest the best moment and this doesn't count i'm not going to count any of these as the final penalty winning moments the best well ah shit i probably should have no yeah my bad but i put the best moment and the great the greatest moment and the worst moment together here the greatest moment i felt was that hakimi panenka penalty to take spain out and yes i'm incredibly biased to morocco here that's that that is that was so cold and then he did the penguin dance as well after oh my god the shit housery i loved it cuz i was i was at this party i don't know if it was it was a restaurant it was just before i left to qatar it was the day before i left to qatar i was at this restaurant and uh, everyone is supporting spain i think they just, they still thought that this was that spain team but honestly i i wrote a spain from the beginning everyone is supporting spain me and like two other guys supporting morocco cuz why not you know why not like just go for it the first penalty bono saved it second penalty i think it was a miss or bono saved it and then that hakimi panenka came through and i went mad and i i went as mad as i would probably go if i was uh, rooting for uh, no no if i if that was man united playing yeah i'd be, i was that mad cuz i was like yeah this is sick this team is going to do wonders and they did you know so that is easily the greatest moment another arguable like honorable mention is that vecos na uh, late extra time equalizer man that was a thing of beauty 
Uh, that was the vibes there. That was my first day in Qatar. I again I went to this other fan festival, not the other one, but the main one, like a nice beachside area with a massive screen. Again, everyone there were Argentinian fans, and your boy, being a little bit of a Dutch fan myself, I carried both jerseys. I said, "Yeah, I'm coming out on top. Dutch wins. I'm wearing the Dutch jersey. Argentina wins. I'm wearing the Argentinian jersey." And something spoke to me that day, you know, at that free kick. I said, "Let's record this, and let's give a little bit of a background commentary, and let's keep my Dutch jersey out." So, a quick little story time here. I went into this game wearing. So, on the day I was wearing an Argentina jersey because everyone I went, I travelled with, were wearing Argentina jersey. So that made a really nice photo. As soon as the game started, I wore the Dutch jersey. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm supporting the Netherlands despite uh, Argentina being like the massive favourites. Argentina got two nil up, and I'm like, damn. The full time scenes are going to be mad, and this is the fortieth minute that I think they're like they're two nil up. Messi scores that penalty again. The whole crowd is mad. I switch jerseys. I switch to my twenty fourteen Argentina Messi ten jersey. I wear the jersey. I sit with it. My ghost comes on. He scores one. He scores two. And I realize how bad this looks. Cause think of it like this, okay? I'm wearing. I'm literally wearing an Argentinian jersey, whereas I was wearing a Dutch jersey earlier, and I could be gloating right now. That haha, I'm I'm supporting Dutch, and I'm supporting Argentinians, and we've just drawn level. But I was wearing the Argentinian jersey, and something that moment spoke to me. I had that gut feeling, and I started recording. I said, "This is a this is the most important kick of the game." They were about uh, how many? They were about thirteen yards out. I said, "This is the most important kick of the game, and it's not Messi's penalty. He can do nothing about it. Nobody was on his knees. Nobody was praying. Nobody is a Dutch goalie, if you don't know. It's Kupemainers over the ball with Cody Gakpo right next to him, and they take the free kick. How Vegas!" Goes, and the stay and the little area I was with, the people I was with, they were all mad. You could hear the oh and the groans, and you could hear the pain in the air. And that clip is golden. It's amazing. I love that clip, and it's just you know so unexpected. Then guess what? I put back the Dutch jersey, and Argentina with the penalties, and I'm like shit. And that's when I realized that every single jersey I wear, the team just loses. So I'm just not going to anymore for the rest of the tournament. Because the next day I wore a Portugal jersey, and Morocco won against Portugal. And later on that day, I was supporting England with the English jersey, and France won against England. Then I said, "Kudos, boys! I'm out. I'm not supporting any team because, well, they're just going to lose." So that's that story. The worst moment was the the worst moment. I'm not even gonna argue. I mean, there's no argument to anything at all. It's just that Kane penalty miss that could have changed so much. If Kane scored that penalty, they're they're Gucci, they're golden. They, they had enough talent in that squad with Rashford coming on that they could have gone on to win that game because they had Mbappe in the pocket. Mbappe wasn't the danger of that game. It was Griezmann, it was Giroud, it was the whole French team, and uh, England were the better team that day. So I'm hundred percent sure that they could have gone on to gone on to win it. Apart from that, 
I have my team in the tournament. If you're still here, please, and you haven't followed the podcast, man, what are you doing? Please follow the podcast. I hope you're enjoying it. I'm just waffling for it's been uh, 24 minutes, 12 seconds. I don't know how I'm talking for so long, but it's just I have this entire thing that I tell you all. Team of the tournament. Now, the goalkeepers, there were three exceptional goalkeepers. And I had made this uh, list a little while ago. This is before the final, okay? This is before the final. I said, I have a little bit of time. Let's make this list. I had three goalkeepers that uh, easily make it into my starting position. Are Livakovic, who was there earlier. Livakovic was my team of the tournament goalkeeper. Bruno from uh, Sevilla and Morocco. And Emi Martinez. But God damn, after that Emi Martinez... performance i'm like i have to give it to him man levako so that's what i'm saying levakovic from croatia and bono are argue, are very highly rated and they're honorable mentions and you all probably should have been there but em martinez just takes a cake he's been phenomenal the whole uh, tournament and that penalty this thing against netherlands and against argentina and against uh, france was amazing So yeah, good job in Martinez. The next is Hakimi. Achraf Hakimi at right back. I considered Dumfries, but I'm like Dumfries went out in the quarterfinals. Whereas these people made it to the third place and I feel Hakimi just takes a cake. Hakimi was very crucial to the side as well because he he is he's without doubt the best right back in the world right now. Because the there was there I was honestly I this is this is 100% bias. I wasn't about to put Diego Dallo, but if he got more chances, he would have probably been here cuz maybe they would have gone further etc. But yeah, Hakimi takes the cake. Best best right back in the whole tournament. Good job Hakimi. He was very crucial to them again. Right center back now. I want to rub this in every single United every single toxic United fans face. who spewed hate for the last 9 months in this man's face who kept trolling him and harassing him and he's gotten bomb threats and it's just been incredibly sad for his mental health and he's come back fighting and he's had easily a team of the tournament performance but sad to go out in the quarter finals but still he's made up he's just showed this is the same Harry Maguire from the 2018 world cup and the euros he's been completely exceptional i don't think he's put a foot wrong the whole game you'll say and even if you are going to come here and object me with that shiru goal that shiru goal was john stones fault it wasn't maguire's fault yeah i'm going to say that cuz it was the left center back john stones didn't ta- didn't mark his man so maguire to step across and go for shiru So yeah, Harry Maguire, my friends, and I, I'm going to say this that I've always backed him. I always knew he's a phenomenal player. That just that was just an under that was just under a lot of pressure. Okay. So yeah, so my right center back is Harry Maguire. My left center back and he and an amazing player of the tournament. By amazing player of the tournament, I mean uh I would say he's an amazing young player of the tournament. Is Guardiola Yeah, he's been phenomenal the whole tournament but the way Messi just spun him around within seconds and at 35 playing like he's 25 even though he 
he wasn't as pacey but just that technique and that skill and just that little bit of maestroness was guardiola's only mistake he also scored a banking header in the third place game he was that was very that header was very van persieesque but yeah guardiola i'm pretty sure he's going to get like a big move this summer he or cody gakpo so yeah jos guardiola my friends i hope he comes to man united i mean no wait he's just going to cost a lot of money he's probably not going to come to man united because we have really good center backs in the form of varan Ma- maguire and uh, lisandro martinez but yeah whoever gets guardiola you're getting a gem man he's he's a fantastic player absolutely love him plus him playing with that mask made him seem even more uh, i don't know deadly is the word so yeah left back this donny had a little bit he had a quiet game against england and he had a little bit of a late start to the season as to the season as a, what i mean by late start to the season i mean he just uh, he showed up a little later in the group stages and all of that but he had a phenomenal game with steven andes that goal against morocco was insane plus he's just been exceptional goals assists the whole tournament i don't think anyone comes close i can't think of anyone that would come close right There is Juranovic but he plays right back. There is Perisic. He was playing more left winger the whole game but yeah. Theo Hernandez takes the cake for me. Amrabat, Bellingham and Griezmann are my three midfield players. Amrabat is 100% going to get a big 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 summer move along with Bellingham because Amrabat he just held he was he was a crucial part of the defense there. He was that guy. every single time he was that casemiro level tackler and he just put everyone in his pocket whenever he played them so yeah amrabat was phenomenal i think and i he 100% should be in the team of the tournament jude bellingham or as i like to call him bud jellingham why that's an inside joke i think he was in in a lot of games he was the only uh standout player in that english side even in that game against uh, france i think he was phenomenal bro but and exactly at being 19 being at a world cup being able to play cdm and when required pushing up and being an attacking creative playmaker is incredibly hard and he's done it really well so i think can i make uh, an uh, unpopular opinion/hot take he has the potential to be england's greatest ever player over lampard over beckham over Gerard over Paul Scholes he'll just cuz i think he's going to go through the roof unless unless something bad happens cuz but again i don't think anything should happen cuz uh, his maturity is for his age is just amazing and i think at his age he's clear of players like Deli Ali Ravel Morrison etc 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 so yeah Bellingham i almost called him Bellingham again I think he's a future captain of England as well. I mean just leave that in there. Another underrated player. The reason I'm saying underrated is cuz he's playing in a team of stars. So I feel Mbappe normally took the headlines. Mbappe, Giroud, uh Lloris even took the headlines a lot. Griezmann was so phenomenally important to that team. Griezmann was like I don't want to be that guy even though he had a quiet final throughout the tournament he was very very uh, crucial to the team. He got two assists in that England game. Yeah. 
which is mad cuz i don't know everyone just kind of shat on him after his barcelona move and he probably he also realized that he is better than that but yeah it is what it is griezmann phenomenal the whole tournament he played that attacking midfielder with uh, i think chobani and rabio behind him so yeah i think griezmann was phenomenal will he get a summer move no i think he'll stay at atletico madrid and probably end his career there right now front 3 there is only debate for the striker the other two have no debate absolutely mbappe and messi as i said earlier messi just finished the story he's rit- he he his destiny is complete also he has the most like post on instagram right now he overtook the egg yeah and Kylian Mbappe you got to feel for that guy man he's i think he's one of apart from another guy i don't know who he's the only guy to score a penalty to score a hat trick as well as the additional penalty and still not win a world cup i mean the he's the only guy to score a hat to score a hat trick in a world cup final but i'm saying it just it, it just feels bad maybe messi is not going to get that contract after all cuz he just beat his sporting director like that And yeah, I think you got to put some good respect on Mbappe's name. He's been phenomenal throughout the tournament as well. Now for the third, arguably the he this this player is very disputable. I put Giroud because I love Giroud. He's he's just he's just such a sexy cold footballer. His goals are so beautiful as well. I think he has one of the best catalogs of goals and he's one of the most underrated strikers. and arguably goes down as one of the best in history cuz that beard man that beard that hair that physique is just phenomenal no and he he somehow just slips away scores those absolutely banging goals he's scoring he's attempting bicycle kicks at that age of his so yeah for me it's giroud honorable mention julian alvarez also been very good for the argentinian side came in for lautaro martinez and instantly just took the starting position cuz his technique everything was so good man united if you're listening you could have got him for 15 million but you all didn't and you all fumbled the bag and let him go to man city which now he's a placement for erling haaland which is also a, an insane striker Okay so just three more nominations left and then I think I'll call it wraps I've spoken for half an hour I don't remember the last time I've spoken for half an hour oh dear I'm just going to go back I'm just going to go through my team the tournament really quickly Emi Martinez goalkeeper right back Hakimi right center back Maguire left center back Guardiola left back Theo Hernandez CDM Amrabat with Bellingham and Griezmann in front of him Messi on the right wing Giroud striker and Mbappe on the left wing for the team of the tournament Best young player of the tournament. Now, according to FIFA, this was given to Enzo Fernandez, who I think is a beautiful player. I want to be Manorit. He he changed so much for us. But I think Guardiola was just better. Enzo Enzo played a very important role. Yeah. So Josh Guardiola is another important player. Goal of the tournament. I have to give it to that Mexico free kick. That uh, Chavez free kick was a Saudi. 35 yards out man whips it into the top corner i don't know how he scored that goal but i don't see any other competitor that was as beautiful as that uh i'd say the richarlison uh, what do you call it the richarlison uh, bicycle kick was also phenomenal that's an honorable men- mention 
as well as the Casemiro goal was a great team goal. The Messi goal against Croatia was a sorry the Hua the Julian Alvarez created by Messi taking it around Guardiola. That goal was a great team goal, but as an individual goal of the tournament, it has to be this free kick against Saudi Arabia for Mexico, man. What a beauty! And the player of the tournament. Who are we kidding? It's Bruno Lionel Messi. Obviously, everyone knew that this was his story. This is his. This was his destiny. This is his story complete. That was the end. I think he should retire now. As much as I'd hate seeing him retire now, bro, this is the pinnacle. You retire on top with the undisputed goat. That's all I have to say, man. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. This is me waffling for thirty-seven minutes. I have no idea how I've done this. I'm kind of sleepy. I've I've kept my eyes closed the whole time, you know. While talking, I'm just picturing everything. It's been so poetic. Also, I don't think we should go back to the season right now. Just just start a new season. It's just been so beautiful. Thank you guys for listening, watching, viewing, following this podcast if you haven't already. Yeah, I hope you'll have a fantastic Christmas. I'll try to get uh, my group of boys. There was supposed to be a special episode planned for y'all. I don't know if that's happening. I'll try my best to make it happen. Till then, take care. Talk to your friends. Talk to your loved ones. Ensure they're all okay. Yeah. Just be grateful for things every day man just life is beautiful take care of yourself all right i'll see you in a bit peace